Hi, I'm Katie Shepard. And I'm Carissa Kane. And we are the co-directors of Unmasked Ministries. Unmasked Ministries is a healing prayer ministry that equips the saints to walk in the freedom of Christ. This is our podcast. Are you ready to be unmasked? Welcome back, listeners. Today we are talking about foundations of healing ministry. I think Carissa and I, as we were talking, we're kind of like, we didn't really describe what inner healing was. You know, even that terminology can be like, what what even is that? And understanding that we even have a human spirit. So we just kind of wanted to go over that briefly. And I want to read a verse for you guys. It's 1 Thessalonians 5.23, and it says, May God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So in a couple other scriptures as well, we can see that we are made three in one. And what I think is so awesome is when you look back in Genesis and God talks about how he creates us in his image, God is three in one, right? And so he's created us to be three in one as well, spirit, soul, and body. We have a human spirit. We see this in Genesis 2 when God breathes life into Adam. The breath of God brings Adam to life. That is his human spirit. The thing is, is that our human spirit is dead to the things of God until we accept Christ into our hearts, okay? So we have a human spirit. Then we have a soul. That's where your mind, your will, and your emotions are. Okay, and then obviously our body, that's our bone and tissue. So we're made up of three parts and in a healthy way, Holy Spirit would come to convict or encourage, you know, correct, whatever it is, speaking to our human spirit and our human spirit would receive that and tell our soul how to come into alignment with the things of God. And you see that in Romans eight sixteen, where it says his spirit, it's a big S. That represents Holy Spirit, bears witness with our spirit, which is a small s. So we see this concept that we have a human spirit. And in prayer ministry, what happens is you come in, we sit down as sisters and brothers in Christ, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we're asking what deep wounding happened in this person's human spirit. Where was their spirit broken, crushed, whatever it is. And that's what we're praying into. Because you guys, when your human spirit is healed by the blood of Jesus, when your broken heart, it says he came to heal the broken hearted, right? And to bind up their wounds. That's what inner healing is about. He wants to come and heal those things, those deep woundings. And that's what we get to do in this ministry. And it really is a beautiful thing. So, so for me, um, in my inner healing journey, I shared a little bit, I think, in, in the past podcast. I had come to Christ. I rededicated my life in college. There were things that were still so broken in me. And mm-hmm. I felt like I'm looking around and I'm like, man, I really want the joy of the Lord. Like, I came back to Christ. I rededicated my life to Christ because I want to experience this joy. I want to experience this freedom that everyone's talking about. And I honestly started to get discouraged because I'm like, what's wrong with me? Maybe I'm broken beyond measure. Mm. Why do I feel so nasty inside? Why am I still struggling with the same habitual patterns of sin, like shame, sexual sin, unforgiveness, bitterness, judgments, 
it felt like it was never ending. And that's where I was at in my walk with Christ. So in hindsight, Katie, what would you say was going on with your spirit? Well, there, it was broken. And, and why was it broken? Like, I feel like this, this is important to understand is our, just because we're born, right? We're not born with a broken spirit, right? Or a crushed spirit. Like things have to happen in our lives mm-hmm. that can, that cause our spirits to just be crushed and really go dormant. Right. Mm-hmm. And so now our soul is what's leading us. And so if, if Holy Spirit is trying to speak to you, mm-hmm. is trying to bring conviction or lead you in a certain way, you actually may be closed off to it and mm-hmm. unable to receive that exactly. because of your spirit being broken. Mm-hmm. And so you may find yourself, guys, um, have made that commitment to follow Jesus, but you're stuck in a particular sin and you can't find yourself a way out and you don't understand why, Lord, do I keep doing this? Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this, mm-hmm. but for some reason, I just keep doing mm-hmm. it. Katie, what would you say was going on in your life? Why did you feel so broken and hopeless in that moment? I think there was honestly a lot of unforgiveness. Um, There was a lot of shame because of um, sexual sin that I had opened myself up to. Um, Honestly, just a a wounded view of who Father God was. So Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit probably was trying to come and comfort me and speak truth into my spirit, but I was unable to receive it because I didn't believe that I deserved Mm. the love of God. So shame. Yeah. So you would say shame was just really over you. Oh, yeah, 100%. And you were unable to receive the Father's love because of it. Right, right. So what would you do with that? What, What did you do with that? I didn't know what to do. I tried to copy other people <laughs> and their walk with Christ. I just was grasping at straws. You know, I'd plug myself in a church. I thought maybe serving would help or, you know, being in community. And it just, nothing helped. So acts. You were trying to do acts. Exactly. I didn't, the relationship aspect wasn't really there. I didn't even know at that point that I could hear from the Lord. Like mm. receive from him in my spirit. I just thought he was distant and far off. So for me, the turning point was receiving personal inner healing sessions and also going through the classes. To Mm -hmm. me, that was like, boom, like the light went on. This is the missing piece for me. And as I began to walk through my own healing, I got to experience God in a whole nother way. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. You know, we're talking about broken spirits and I, my daughter was actually watching a video of King Saul. Um, we were learning about um, kings and how um, the Lord was telling the Israelites that I am your one true king. I should be enough. You shouldn't want a human king. But the Israelites wanted a human king to follow. And so uh, eventually God was like, okay, Samuel, I'm going to give them their, their human king. Go and find Saul. And so he went and, and Saul was then anointed um, to be the first king of Israel. And you see like the, in the video, you see the growth of like, he was very humble in the beginning and he was definitely a servant of the Lord. And then over time you could see that pride came in and he started to move in his own strength and no longer thought that the Lord was the one that was leading him. And it led him to do things, um, that he shouldn't have. Like he was the one that sacrificed on the altar when really was only supposed to ever be the high priest. Mm-hmm. And he was impatient because there was a temptation, right? There was his son, there was a hit on him and he wanted to hurry up and go save his son, and but he needed to do 
the sacrifice first. Mm. So he just did it. And Samuel comes and Samuel's mad at him. Why would you do this? Right? And Saul at first was like, well, because you weren't here. He immediately started pointing the finger, mm. finger at Samuel. Right? And so in this exchange of dialogue, um, I was able to see, wow, that's worldly sorrow. So Saul initially wasn't sorry for what he did. He actually was blaming Samuel for why he committed disobedience to the Lord. And I remember Saul was just like, I can't forgive you. Like you, I'm stripping, the Lord is stripping your kingship away and you're no longer going to be king. And basically took his authority away. Mm -hmm. And now you see Saul saying, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. And like trying to get Samuel to forgive him. And Samuel was like, no. And he walks away. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting there going, are you going to explain what's going on? Because my daughter's over here so confused because we sit here and talk about forgiveness. And here is Samuel, who is a prophet, a priest, and he's not forgiving Saul. And so the Lord prompted me in that moment and reminded me of King David and was like, King Saul had worldly sorrow. He wasn't actually sorry. There was no humility there. He was sorry enough for his power to be taken away. He just wanted his power back. He actually didn't see the wrong that he had committed. King David, look at the, all the sins and how he felt constantly. Mm -hmm. But his heart was after God. That's true repentance. And so right then and there, I, was, I explained soul, spirit, and body mm -hmm. to my five-year-old mm -hmm. and explained that Saul's spirit was broken. Mm. And because it was broken, it was unable to come into this place of true repentance because it wasn't able to receive from the father. Mm -hmm. But David, because his, his heart was after mm -hmm. God's, and even though he committed sin, as soon as he did that, he would go straight to the father. So his spirit wasn't broken in the sense of unable to receive from the father because he knew right away what he did was wrong mm -hmm. and he took it to the Lord. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important to understand that the broken spirit mm -hmm. can sometimes bring worldly sorrow mm -hmm. or true repentance. Mm -hmm. And that's when we have to think and really ask ourselves and be honest with ourselves. Am I really sorry mm -hmm. because of the acts I'm committing against my, my holy God? Mm -hmm. Or am I sorry because of the consequences that I'm now receiving from my actions? Yeah, yeah. And I think when you receive healing deep within your spirit, yeah, there's more revelation of who God really is. You know, the yeah. holiness of him. And so it's not an ungodly fear that we're like, oh, we can't come to him or I can't quote unquote mess up. Right. It's just this revelation of he's a holy God. And I want to honor him with my whole being, spirit, right. soul, and body. Right. So when we notice that our soul, our emotions, our thoughts, our choices are out of control or ungodly, that's when we can see, man, there's, there's some healing that needs to take place yeah. in my human spirit. And that's what we do. We don't want to, an inner healing, when things come up for people and we see those fruits in their soul or in their body, we want to look to the root. Not just deal with the, the symptoms, but let's get to the root of this and ask the Lord to completely heal it so that you can walk in the freedom that God has for you. Yeah, that's really good. You know, I have a testimony. Um, I may have shared this. I can't remember if I shared this in the last podcast, but I had what's called an imprisoned spirit. And now 
Katie always likes to explain this, and I'm gonna do my best, but we're not saying that there is like a demonic spirit upon you, and we're saying broken spirit, or um, crushed spirit, or for me, imprisoned spirit. What we're saying is it's a descriptive word about your own spirit, like what's going on and why your spirit is unable to connect with Holy Spirit in certain areas, okay? So with me, I had an imprisoned spirit, and I had no idea. Ever since I was young, I haven't been able to express emotion to the fullest extent that I felt them, and I didn't know why. And honestly, I just kind of accepted it over time and thought that's just who I am. I don't get overly excited about things, even though inside I'm like pumped, but then I don't get overly sad about things outwardly, even though I'm crushed on the inside. And so um, I'm sitting in the inner healing room and I'm talking about a memory and Guys, you have to understand when we're praying for you, um, sometimes we get stuck, right? Sometimes the person in the chair is just like, I'm stuck. I don't really know. I'm not receiving anything from the Lord. I don't know where to go with this conversation. So we'll stop the session and we'll pray over you. And in that moment, we're going to be asking the Lord, Lord, give them a vision. Give them a word. What do you want to do with them right now? And whatever comes into your mind, never disregard it. Mm -hmm. Write it down. Even if you don't understand fully what it even means, speak it out. Write it down because there is there is a purpose for it. So Katie had prayed over me because I got to a point where I was I was angry and I was unable to move past whatever it is that we were talking about. I don't even remember. Um, it was the distractor, honestly. It was it was it was surfacing the true root of what was going on. And um, so she's praying over me and she's praying for a vision or a word or anything like that. And immediately God gives me this, this dream that I had had reoccurring since I was a child. It started about the age of 10. And the dream is so incredibly beautiful. And it starts off where I'm running into the old farmhouse that I grew up in. My grandparents lived there. I spent a lot of time there on the farm. And I would be running into that back entrance, going up the little hill into the kitchen and then making that sharp right and getting ready to go into the living room. So now in this old 70s style house, there is like a retaining wall with like beams, okay? And so I would always run into that little area and I would turn and face the living room and see those beams and there'd be a bright light coming from that room. But I would never enter in. I would wake up immediately. And in that moment, Katie was like, do you think you have an imprisoned spirit? And I had never thought about it that before. And I was like, actually, there's something tied to this. I started having that dream after my grandfather passed. And there was a traumatic thing that happened for me because I was very close with my grandfather and he actually passed in that room. And that's when I saw and found him. And so that is when my spirit decided to go dormant and it's feelings to the extent that the Lord created me to feel. So calamity broke out and I saw my dad crying. My mom was upset. And in my little heart, I thought that if I showed my emotion and what I was feeling in that exact mm -hmm. moment, that my family would fall apart. And so my spirit became imprisoned. And so not anything super exciting ever happened in my life. I would shut down those exciting emotions or if anything really traumatic happened, I was unable to express the depth of my sorrow. So that's just one of the examples mm -hmm. of how there was something going on that wasn't right. We were seeing the fruits and I went into inner healing and we, we found the root. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is what 
foundations looks like, right? We see this concept of a human spirit. We see the concept, and we'll get into that um, in our next episode, I believe. The healing the human spirit in different ways our spirit can be broken, crushed, things like that. Um, These are foundations, guys. This is what inner healing looks like. And it honestly, I tell people this all the time, it's a privilege and it's an honor to partner with the Holy Spirit and be able to pray into into these things. So we're going to go ahead and pray us out. We thank you so much for joining us today. Father God, I just thank you. I thank you that you were so intentional at how you created us. You created us to mirror you to a T. We're three in one. And Father, I thank you that you've created us this way and that you desire that we be made whole in all three areas because all three areas are connected. And I pray, Lord, that you would reveal to everyone who's listening right now just the depths of the wounding that is there, but also the hope, the hope that's found in in you have really come to heal the brokenhearted, to bind up the wounds, to set the captives free, to make beauty from ashes. That's what this ministry is about. Jesus, that's what you were about. Mm. And we thank you, Lord, for the healing that comes spirit, soul, and body as we just surrender everything to you. Thank you for choosing us. Thank you for loving us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.